What a day for the Australians. What a day for Annabelle Sutherland. Welcome to Grandstand at Stumps, boundary side at the WACA ground. At Stumps on day two, South Africa's resistance has seen this test go into a third day. That wasn't looking likely for much of the proceedings. Three for 67, South Africa in their second innings after the Australians took on a 499-run lead after the completion of their first innings. Nine declared for 575. But the star of the show, no doubt, joining an exclusive club, breaking records along the way. The day belonged to Annabelle Sutherland. De Klerk in for South Africa. Sutherland hits it up in the air. That's a glorious way to bring up 200. One bounce, it's four. Over long on. What a moment for Annabelle Sutherland. Just the fifth Australian player in women's test cricket to bring up 200. She raises the bat. A huge cheer around the WACA grounds. Forget about just being the future. She is the present, and the present is oh so bright for Australian cricket. 27 fours, two sixes. She faced 256 balls before she was out for 210, with the score at eight for 541. And worth remembering that the Australians were at one stage three for 12 in their first innings, chasing South Africa's first innings of 76. Though the tourists, they have shown a little bit of resilience, some much needed resilience to push this into a third day. Join downstairs on Grandstand at Stumps, Michelle Gosco and Sarah Elliott. Gozzi, first to you. As a member of this exclusive 200 club <laughs> scored by Australian women test players, how were you feeling with what we saw from Annabelle Sutherland today? Oh, the first emotion was proud um, to see her go out there. I mean, she's a much better player than I ever was already at her age. Uh, and I can't imagine that is going to be her, her only 200. I reckon there's more in the bank. So, yeah, very, very privileged to have been here today to witness that. Delmi Tucker from South Africa is going to come across and have a chat. Unbeaten on 27. Gee, it's been a tough couple of days for South Africa. Tell us about it. What's it been like out there in the field? Um, yeah, you said it. It was really tough. Um, well, it's my first time, so I'm quite excited. <laughs> Along with the toughness, but really enjoyed it. Um, I know it's hot and, you know, we stand there all day, but it was really nice to be out there and playing cricket. Um, our first day, so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. We're thrilled to see the resistance here from South Africa after the disappointment of the, the first innings. How have things changed? How are you able to come out this time? And again, after losing early wickets and put yourself in this position where you force the test into a third day. Uh, yeah, me and um, Tess, uh, well, Tess Mabred said, you know, uh, they're not going to take us wicket. We're really going to have to work hard for that. Um, prepare ourselves because I know it's, it's different from playing... Um, White ball cricket to red ball cricket. There's a lot of patience going in it. So we just said we're going to stand our ground and make them work for the wickets. Got a couple of experts who know all about playing at this level. Sarah Elliott and Michelle Gosko have got a couple of questions for you. Yeah, well done on, on today and the start that you've made. Um, talk to us, the thrill. It's great for us to see you playing test cricket. Talk to us a little bit more, more about how exciting it is. Um, yeah, look, it's something we started to learn more about. Um, we didn't, oh, well, this is my first, some of the girls are second, so we don't play it a lot. Um, you know the basics, you know the rules. Um, you go out there and, you know, you experience out there. Yeah? You learn it um, every day. Like Day two is still a learning for us. But um, 
Yeah, we enjoy it. I mean, it's cricket. It's you go home and tomorrow you wake up and you're on the field again. So it's yeah, it's really nice. I can just see the smile on your face <laughs> and the excitement. Like I'm sharing that with you. It's awesome, isn't it? I really hope that South Africa can going forward play more Test matches. Do you see that on the cards? Um, yeah, um, I think they're planning more Test cricket for us. So hopefully we can have more, not only one a year, maybe some two or three a year. I really enjoyed it. I know some of the girls are tired, but they'll say they enjoyed it as well. That's the way you're going to learn, isn't it? And sorry, one more question from me. That catch to get Healy out on 99, <laughs> that was pretty special too. Look, I'm still hearing about it. Um, you know, why can you catch her? She's on 99, but um, <laughs> it's cricket, it happens. Um, but I was really excited. I felt sad for her, but... <laughs> We were excited. <laughs> now, I was just wondering what the message was from the coaching group and the leadership group after a pretty tough day. Um, what was the message coming out into the second innings? Try and drag it out for an extra day, try and bat as long as you can? Um, yeah, they said, look, you're going to build partnerships. I mean, that's cricket. It's going to happen. Um, they just said, you know, you're stuck with what the, we said, um, what we bowled for them. We went a little bit, spread the field and make them mistakes so yeah they said, said keep patience wicket's gonna come and make them yeah make them work for the runs tell us about making a debut on a ground an iconic test match ground like this what any test debut is a big debut but to make it at a ground like the WACA ground yeah if um, you asked me this question a year ago I said I couldn't believe it um, when they said they, were, they announced the squad and the team and I was like is this really happening? <laughs> just feels like I'm still dreaming. I need to wake up. But, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, something I'll never forget. Was it tougher to come in who you didn't get a huge amount of opportunities in the one days and the, the T20 series? So to have that time when you're sitting there wanting to finally get involved, how tough is it to get thrown into, of all things, a test match? Yeah, look, um, that night I couldn't sleep. The first night I was like, oh, OK, this is happening. I need to... I need to realise it. Um, yeah, the first day didn't really go as planned, um, but it, like I said, it's cricket, it's going to happen. But yeah, it's really, I felt a little bit under the pump, you know, not sitting from a side, but we worked out on off the field as well. You make sure if you get the opportunity, you're ready for every chance you get. One of the discussion points away from the team, you have no saying how this works out, but Marazan Cap not playing. How do you think the team has coped without someone of her experience being out there in a test match? Yeah, look, we, we miss someone like her. I mean, she's quality and she's experienced. Uh, she has a lot of experience um, among all the youngsters. She learned um, what she learned and she teach them. And what, but, um, yeah, I think we as a group just stick together what we have, make it work. You know, we have some experienced bowlers as well among her. So we just, yeah, what the plans were and go out there. <laughs> Good luck for the rest of this test. Congratulations. Unbeaten on 27 and you took one of the wickets of the match by getting Alyssa Hilly. Congratulations, Dilmari Tucker. Outstanding. You could talk to us. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Great to have South Africa good enough to bring a player across after the day's play. We appreciate what they've been able to do and, yeah, genuinely showing a fair bit of heart by pushing this test, which throughout much of it didn't look like it was going to go past the second day. But into day three we go in the women's test here between Australia and South Africa, with South Africa three for 67 at stumps on day two. It's a handy lead nonetheless. How far can they go, do you think? Gozzi, Sarah, what can they do here if they... Look, we've seen it before. If you can get in at the WACA ground, the batters, they can score some runs. Perhaps tomorrow morning they might be able to surprise us. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly right. Um, and I hope that happens for them as well. Um, yeah, it's a long way back. I mean, if you look back on it, that first morning yesterday, that's probably where they lost the test match. But uh, they got a chance to get some runs here. Their pitches flattened out beautifully. Uh, it's very easy to bat on once you get in. Uh, and I, I say that very lightly or heavily against the Australian lineup because that is world class. But um, I'd be trying to make them bat as uh, field out there as long as I can. Um, and they've got a chance here to try and drag it. Imagine if they could drag it out to a fourth day. Um, you know, it, it, it's a long way back for them here to try and make Australia bat again. Um, but that's all they can do and just try and eke some time out of the match and, and make the Australian bowlers tied like they made uh, the South African bowlers tied today. Yeah, this partnership, I think, has been, been terrific. I'm nervous for what happens tomorrow. Resetting, they're young, they're excited. Um, I think it's probably just going to take one wicket to break this partnership. That makes me a little bit nervous, um, but let's hope not. Saw a little bit of spin and bounce from Alana King in those overs she bowled. So the idea that we've got three quality spinners in the Australian lineup uh, makes me a little nervous. Um, but let's hope they can come out and give it a real crack. You can hear the enthusiasm in Tucker's voice there. They're excited to be here. They want to make the most of this opportunity. So let's hope that that's the case tomorrow. Thoughts of Sarah Elliott alongside Michelle Gosko. Clint Wilden with you downstairs. Grandstand at Stumps. The South African still trail. Final mighty target. 432 runs behind Australia's first innings total. And let's remember again, it is the biggest innings score in test match cricket for women. Nine declared for 575. My heart does, though, go out to Kim Garth, who was there unbeaten on 49, her highest test score. No doubt was hoping to bring up a half century. And then, of course, when Alana King was dismissed, it was a, well, sheepish would be the best way to describe the captain, Elisa Healy, having to come out and signal everyone in. What do you think was happening, Gozzi? Oh, she would have been a bit dirty. Um, she got 48, I think it was, in the one-day match at North Sydney. So she was like, oh, OK, here we go. I can rectify that. She ran out of partners um, in that one-day match, uh, her beautifully. And then she thought, OK, well, I can get my first 50 here for Australia. And then it wasn't to be. It had shades of when Mitchell Stark got actually brought in on 99 or 98 for New South Wales. So uh, what it did do is it fired her up with the ball. Um, and then she picked up one in the first over. So, I mean, that just shows you how deep that batting lineup does go for the Australians. Um, and, I mean, look, she was superb. Everything that she's done with the ball has worked and now it's starting to creep into her batting. So I can understand a fast bowling being a bit cranky. Uh, we don't know for sure, but our suspicion is, and we'll try and find out for you when we speak to the Australians here in a minute, Darcy Brown couldn't have been patted up. I can't think of another reason. Like, they've gone, oh, well, we'll be OK here and we'll be able to get the, the one run here that Kim needs. And, oh, hang on, um, Alana King's been dismissed. Uh, well, you're going to get timed out, so I may as well declare instead. I can't think of another reason, particularly for the look on Lisa Healy's face, who is, like, apologetic. Look, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to call you in. There can't be another reason, can there? Oh, she was... Maybe she was in the bathroom, Darcy Brown. I don't know. She was fuming, Kim Garth, wasn't she? <laughs> Just see, I can't wait to have a quiet chat off offline to get her real thoughts on it. Um, and I think she had a catch dropped, didn't she, early on she in her did. bowling innings? Fuming. If you're going to come out, though, maybe there's a bit of captaincy, well, the psychology of captaincy here, because she's come out and claimed should have had three, but she has two for eight. 
Kim Garth next to her name alongside the unbeaten 49. Darcy Brown, one for 18. Gard is none for 15. King, none for three. Uh, McGrath, none for eight. And Perry, none for nine. We worried about South Africa. The Australians actually scored more boundaries than South Africa scored runs in their first innings. 80 boundaries hit by the Australians. 76 runs by South Africa. And coming out, trailing by 499 runs, the last thing they needed was another top order collapse. But this is what happened. Wow, bustling in again. Going forward, Bosch. Edging court. Molyneux snaffles it. Takes it high above her head. And the first South African wicket falls. Bosch is out. And it's a pair in the test match for her. South Africa, one for one. Garth approaching now. Taken, the edge. Lease flies at the cover drive. Excellent second wicket for Kim Garth. That might help the temper some as Lease is out for five and South Africa two for nine. Phoebe Litchfield pouching a great catch at first slip. Brown, full wide, takes the outside edge of Woolvart. The skipper departs, a huge wicket for Australia. South Africa are three for 13, and it is serious trouble here for the South Africans. Uh, what's that saying? Deja vu all over again. Three for 13, South Africa, but they have been able to steady the trouble, steady the ship. Tucker, 27, Brits, 18, three for 67. Nikki Shaw's been able to join us downstairs here. Boundary side at the WACA ground. Thoughts on what you've seen bowling-wise today from both the Australians and from South Africa? And have you been impressed again with what we've seen, particularly from Kim Garth early on in this South African second innings? Yeah, I'll start with Kim Garth. She looked like she had a little bit of fire in her belly. Um, and that's not unsurprising given that she, she was 49, not out, and not given the opportunity to get her first uh, Test Match 50. But things can't be helped. The best thing about that is she's gone out there and taken two for two for eight. She has had a drop catch as well. Um, so hopefully we see more of her tomorrow. I was really impressed with the way that King bowled, um, the, the pace she bowled, the theatre that she created. It was almost like her hero, Shane Warne, was out there with her. And she would have absolutely loved every single moment of that. Uh, as far as the South Africans go, they bowled OK. They looked tired. Uh, the, many of those players would never have played that many overs before, bowled that many overs before. There'll be sore feet, uh, there'll be sore bodies, and they won't know how to cope with that. Um, they'll be pleased that they probably don't have to bowl twice. Um, but I, I don't see South Africa getting anywhere near that total of Australia's. So it will be a bowling day for, for Australia tomorrow, and they'll be looking to get them out before lunch, you'd think. They will. Three for 67. They are South Africa, Tucker for 27 and Brits 18. They'll resume tomorrow after Australia declared its innings close 9 for 575 at the time a lead of 499. Annabelle Sutherland will be the story of the day. We'll speak to her very shortly. The fifth Australian woman to reach 200 in Test cricket. The ninth overall and indeed the fastest two to reach 200 and she did it on the last ball before tea. One nervous moment beforehand where she just clattered a ball through mid-wicket and it wasn't that far away from Lise. Sune Lise who was fielding there but then no stress the next ball was hit down the ground for a magnificent four and that saw her bring up her 200. Second youngest player to do it.
So Michelle Glosko now relegated to the third youngest player to bring up the 200. It's still I'm not okay bad, with that. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, it's still not yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'll be the last 200 that we see Annabelle Sullen score as well. I mean, gee, um, that was history making today and such an honour to have been in the same ground as her. But uh, yeah, absolutely welcoming her with open arms. One controversial moment as we wait for Annabelle Sutherland to make her way down and hopefully chat to us is this. Marazan Cap has been very busy on the tweet. Her partner, Dane Vanikirk, had a little, well, tweet putting out saying, Marazan's Cap absence did not affect South Africa, says class. That was from ESPN Crick Info yesterday. Dane Vanikirk put out a my, my with a bit of a slap in the face emoji. Marazan Cap responded with thanks. Simply thanks. And before that, when Seven Cricket were celebrating Annabelle Sutherland's double century, she retweeted that with the comment, proper innings that, so good to watch, just shows you how important a good technique is. And a couple of clapping hands. And then yesterday, class bowling brilliant here. Marks would have been the X factor along with class on this wicket. She bowls a heavy ball which is interesting that she's making comments on the team that's been selected when supposedly been part of a team. And on top of that, you would say that maybe she thought that Marks could have been included in this team. Michelle Gosko, you've had a few thoughts on this. Mm. Are you surprised that someone who isn't playing technically because she's ill has been so outspoken? Yeah, it's changed from when I was playing. Uh, there was no social media. And sometimes it's best not to say anything if you haven't got something nice to say. So, yeah, it's uh, watch this space for that one. I found it quite an amazing thing that you would be doing in the middle of a test match. Nonetheless, story of the day, though, is Annabelle Sutherland. What an innings it was. And, well, I can't think of a better way to introduce you than this, Michelle Gosko. Uh, Annabelle, like to welcome you to the 200 Club. Uh, it's a very exclusive club that you joined. Um, spoke to, or got a message from Joe Broadbent, um, more than welcoming you in. So welcome to the club. And I'll tell you what, you had a different response. I didn't do one autograph. Uh, I don't even have any footage of it. So well done. That was magical. And I'm sure I'll be talking about this for a very, very long time. And that won't be only 200 to get in a test match. So well done. No, thank you. It was, yeah, a pretty cool day. Probably hasn't sunk in. Um, but, yeah, nice to have a bit of a reception here at the Wacker. It's a, it's a very cool ground uh, and a very nice place to bat. Did you know any of those sorts of records, just the fifth Australian woman to do so, just the ninth woman to do so in Test Match Cricket overall? Um, you're now the, the second youngest. No one reached 200 quicker than you've done. Did you have any idea of that sort of stuff? No, nah, wasn't thinking <laughs> at all about um, any of that. I was just thinking about batting and, um, yeah, I absolutely love to bat so it was no better no better place to be than out in the middle there and uh spending time with my mates up the other end who um yeah did a pretty good job and um ash in particular i thought it was going to be a little bit tricky starting today and um yeah we both got through and and spent the the first session together which was really nice belzy congratulations so good to watch that terrific innings um 22 you bow with so much composure. What's the secret to that? You just made really good decisions today. It looked like you knew your game plan so well. Yeah, um, I think it was all about the, the planning leading in um, and just trying to stick to my strengths and uh, know what the dangers were. It was, it was doing a little bit um, variable bounce, especially for the, the quick. So, um, yeah, I was just trying to stay disciplined in um, when I was leaving the ball and, and trying to get my weight over the ball as much as possible when I was driving. 
That's the best 200 I've ever seen live. Um, <laughs> sorry, Gozzy. I was playing against Gozzy when she scored hers. So, oh, sorry, mate. I was much easier watching than playing. Uh, what was the best period of play for you? Oh, good question. I ebbed and flowed a bit. Um, yeah, I think once um, we got through the first 20 balls of each session, um, it felt a little bit easier. The ball was still doing a bit, which is positive signs for tomorrow for um, our bowlers. But, um, yeah, once the partnership got going um, each time we, we built one, then uh, it felt a little bit more comfortable. Annabelle Sutherland, our special guest on Grandstand at Stumps. Uh, I love the way you powered towards the 200. Were there any nerves? Because it didn't look like it from where we were. And the way you brought it up is one of the most glorious shots I've seen. Oh, I had one big plane miss. That, um, <laughs> the crowd ooed a little bit. I was like, OK, rein it in, rein it in. Um, I was... Is that when you walked across the square leg and you sort of had a big... Almost a big chat to yourself. Is that that moment? Yeah, a bit of a deep breath. Kimmy was in my ear too at the other end, just keeping me going, which was good. But um, I was keen to get it over with before the break. <laughs> We're also interested on two things. One, your first day, you take three wickets and you score uh, a half century, which I think's only happened once before. But tell us a bit about the bowling as well, what it was like out there to take those three wickets when you had at the other end Darcy getting five. Yeah, it was lots of fun. We knew there was going to be a bit in the wicket um, and no better place to bowl than uh, at the Wacker. So very cool to watch Das go about her business and um, she was great again today along with Kimmy. Um, we've got a, a pretty cool bowling lineup, so nice to come in behind those guys and um, yeah, try and hit a length. And um, yeah, felt a bit of rhythm, which was nice. Probably haven't felt that good uh, throughout this series. So yeah, good to, to get um, the tail up and, and take a few. Now, we don't want to cause any controversy, but we're really keen to know about the declaration with Kim Garth on 49. Uh, Lana King gets out, and then it was almost, and I use this term guardedly, but almost a sheepish captain that came out and called everyone in. What what happened? You were up there. What was going on? Yeah, Midgey was a bit worried. Kimmy has a temper at the best of times, so um, we didn't quite know what the response was going to be, but... No, she was all smiles coming back in and um, credit to her as well. The way she came out and bowled was outstanding. She's yeah, probably the most skillful bowler I've ever seen. So um, for her to contribute with the bat and then come back on and um, yeah, take a few poles, it was pretty cool to see. Was Darcy saying, I can go out there for one more? I can have a go? Darcy's rushing back to put the pads on. So <laughs> uh, she was willing to, to get, get back out there, but um, oh, it was... Yeah, we spoke about it just before, the, the team-first attitude of the group and just little moments like that where, yeah, Kimmy was willing to come back off with a smile on her face and um, get the ball in the hand. Oh, well, that answers that question. Last one from us, and we appreciate your time. Uh, how special to do it in front of the family? Yeah, very nice to have mum and dad over here. Um, yeah, just cool that, cool that they were here to watch and, um, yeah, stoked for them to, to see this. And I think... Yeah, Will's playing today, so he might, mightn't have um, seen it, but I do know he went pretty well as well, so that's nice to nice to hear him um, going well too, but cool that the parents were here to see it. It was very cool, and it was very cool to watch. Congratulations. Thank you. Annabelle Savile, and that was outstanding from her today, her 210, a huge role in the Australian innings, nine declared for 575, just a team-first decision. Reason Kim Garth will remain in the red ink forever after the women's test here in Perth, unbeaten on 49. South Africa, Tucker is 27, Brits is 18, 3 for 67 they are at stumps.
right here on day two. They trail by 432 runs. The Australians will be looking to wrap this up very early on tomorrow. What happens tomorrow? Let's throw it to Michelle Gosgo. He just took a lovely photo with the new member of your club. We're wondering if you're getting, well, what could you get? Well, Annabelle wanted one with me. Was, Photos? Yeah, no. It was you could get number plates. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 200 club, very exclusive club. Uh, tomorrow, yeah, look, I, I think the Aussies will want to try and get it done as early as possible. Uh, it's been a, a long series for them. Obviously, they were in India before Christmas, um, well, coming into the new year. So it's been a long summer for them. Um, and, I mean, they've had a couple of losses, historic losses against South Africa. Um, and they've just dominated this game, though. Um, yeah, they've been exceptional with the ball straight away. We all thought it was a funny thing that they wanted to bowl first, um, but they backed it up. 30 overs, they had them out. So, yeah, I, I think tomorrow, um, Stixie said the same thing. If you get one wicket, I reckon they're done. Michelle Gosko, Nikki Shaw, Sarah Elliott, thank you very much for your time wrapping it up here on Grandstand at Stumps, South Africa. We'll resume tomorrow, day three, three for 67, trailing by 432 runs and with seven wickets in hand. What a day, though, it was for Annabelle Sutherland. 200, congratulations to her.